Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. And welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith. Here, once again, with my buddies, Chuck and John. Hey, now. So I just opened basketballreference.com, and there's an ad for the one worst carb that causes weight gain after age 50, and it shows three uh, different profiles of a person, and the one next to morbid obesity, potentially deadly, is basically my body double. So Wh- I want to cancel the podcast and go for a yog. John needs to jog. At what point are the Google ads going to start pulling your own pictures from Facebook? This is essentially that. Because mm. th- that's that's been the big news, too. Have you guys downloaded your Facebook data? No. Where they where, where you, you can download the data that Facebook has kept on you, and it'll be like, oh, here's a bunch of pictures from my phone that I never uploaded yeah. and stuff like that. Whoa. I think Facebook is an arm of the uh, the Kremlin. There's just no question about it at this point. I think they're their own arm. They've, no, they've, they've, they've been infiltrated. It's Tom from MySpace, Kim Philby. Ooh. I'm trying is... to figure it out. I, I, I guess I haven't freaked out about Facebook because it was free, so I figured they were doing something Terrible. horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are they giving us this for free? Yeah, if, if uh, you don't pay for the product, you are the product. Yeah, there is a price. There's a price for everything. There was but... a guy I knew in college who, you know, we were distant Facebook friends. Never communicated one time. However, his final post did show up in my feed. It was like, I worked for Google for five years, and I got to get out of it. I can't believe the stuff both them and Facebook are doing. It's horrifying. I'm not going to say anything here, but, but get at me off, off of Facebook if you want to know more about it. But for now, I'm deleting my social media presence. I'm pretty terrified. Wow. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I haven't talked to this guy in 12 years. I kind of, I don't know how to track him down to find out what this was, but... The Send whole, him a letter. The whole I've been working for I've been working for Google for five years and I'm and I'm getting out. I'm horrified by what's coming. My something. dad worked for Big Pharma and had a nervous <laughs> breakdown because he found out too much stuff. Oh man! Oh, the insider. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, I just there's uh, but I've I've found out awful things on Facebook. Like friends have died, but not but like the internet didn't tell me i just went to their page and found out they were dead facebook also hasn't fixed the uh hey you became friends with so and so 10 years ago like yeah he's he's not around anymore. no that person is uh, a dead person now yeah we tagged you in a photo with this dead person (laughs) but hey man it's uh that's how we'll live forever it's all on the cloud well uh taking it to somewhere happier I won my first ever fantasy basketball league ever congrats buddy i mean i've only been playing for three years but it was. Uh, I feel pretty good. Now I'm pretty confident. Won a little bit of money. Hey, now. My wife was like, "That's like what, like uh, thirty cents, you know, an hour for what you put in." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> come on." Slightly wifey. better than podcast money. Slightly. Ooh, this podcast money's coming in droves. So, I feel like people make too big of a deal about the. Uh, you put so much time into that. You really don't. Do you put that much time into fantasy basketball? I will say I do. Like our waiver wire claims go through at ten a.m. 
then you're done. I will say, I will say, but from like nine to ten a.m., I'm thinking hard. Even if I've really? studied the night before, mm. I'm like, what am I gonna miss? What am I gonna miss? You guys I'm should- more of a like take care of my fancy while I'm taking care of other business type of guy. Oh, and I well, do mean the morning constitution. Oh, yeah, I was about to talking say. About I do mean raising my children. Do same. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I put very little time or effort into anything. Correct. Full stop. Yeah. Full stop. Uh, speaking of a little time and effort, another fun thing I did. Uh, this is just on my mind. I've never done this before. I considered it cheating or mm. like morally dubious. I used the Chipotle app mm. to order ahead. Like every time I'm, I'm at Chipotle, I it's like, a line cutting app, right? It's, it's a line cutting app, and, so and I do smart. it everywhere else I go. Like I, I call in my order anywhere I go, but I never done it with Chipotle. I, f- I finally did it. It was glorious. I'm not getting any money from Chipotle. I wish I was. Did you get no, to just have diarrhea. that, that uh, knowing look and and wonderful conversation? It was just with the great, people man. That know you so well. Uh, did no, you lose that part of it? I did. Well, that's they built that new Chipotle right by my house Ooh. to replace the one that was just by my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Block away. They got one even closer, <laughs> and I don't know those people yet. Their service is terrible at the newest one, which yeah. is what led me to the. You know what? I'm finally going to use this app. And it was amazing. Yeah. Just walked right in, walked up. They're like, hey, are you Keith? Yes. It's a ha- Chipotle in an old bank. Yeah. Whenever I go in there, I just want to rob the place. Mm. Might as well. Give me all your guac. <laughs> I want it. That's pretty good. It's anyway, of priceless guac. Speaking of Chipotle, <laughs> did you guys have breakfast? Oh, man, I went in today. Keith, you'd love this breakfast. Tell it me more. Gas station. Oh, but this gas station broasters. didn't do the broasters, oh. though. I was in a rush. <laughs> um, I grabbed me a, a Krispy Kreme honey bun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, something else. It was the same. Uh, what kind was it? The kind that looked like Princess Leia's hair on the side of her head? Yeah, or? but the size of your face. Oh, this wow. honey bun the size of your face. Oh, wow. But uh, it's the same. This this ties into another uh, discovery that I made at the same gas station. I found the uh, Twix ice cream bar. Oh. My friends, it was a revelation. There's very few things that are better uh, ice cream-wise um, than a Snickers ice cream bar. I was gonna say you cheating on your Snickers bar. John and I had a ha, have a, a love affair. We're we're both uh, in this weird love triangle with Snickers bars. Well, actually, incredible. This was yeah. Chuck's dark secret mm-hmm. that I sussed out. Where Chuck just has like in the freezer on the company tab <laughs> just boxes of Snickers ice cream bars. I have a box. Which well, that's a lot of Snickers ice There's cream bar for one man. Eight Snickers ice cream bars and it usually lasts me 4 And Chuck hours. only gave it to me because he panically said if you if you don't eat one of these I'm going to eat all of these. Yeah. So I ate 7 instead of 8 that day. Um but the next day, no, I ate 6 instead of 8. The next day I had a <laughs> single a single Snickers bar left on the truck. I had it. And then was like a junkie. Yeah, appetizer. Got to go get another fix. So I go to the gas station to find uh, my uh, Snicker love, and I see, like in a glowing light, the Twix bar. So what are they replacing with ice cream in the t- Twix? Uh, well, the they have that uh, crunchy thing. The okay. wafer. The was, wafer. Yeah, I was curious. So it's he- no peanuts. Hella, yeah, so there's no peanuts. It's hella wafer, hella uh Caramel. Caramel, can you spell? And then uh, the ice cream with the very thin chocolate, uh, like, dipping. That, that sounds really good. That is a of I mean, and it's got that texture. It's got all the caramel you want from the, you know, and on Snickers. The, and you put it on the, the, the bar's uh, expenses. I mean, no. That stuff I buy. I can't write that off. That's anything true. anything oh, okay. I get at Kroger, though, oh, gotcha. I can sneak in. It's it's just washing That's money. That's pretty good. That's all it is. I love that. This is all going uh, in my... Uh, Rico, warrant. don't worry. 
Those people, they don't listen to anything. I like. I like. No, they I, don't listen to me. I, I like. I like, <laughs> I like the. He was running. He was running illicit goods out of his truck, but we got him for the the Twix bar. That's right. right. That's how, that's how <laughs> boxes upon boxes of Snickers bars. <laughs> My breakfast. My son and I have been making smoothies. As suggested by, uh, he has this kids' highlights magazine. If you remember highlights, there's one for kids. It's amazing. Is that like Ranger Rick, but without all the animal porn? I don't <laughs> know the reference enough. Mm. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what a Ranger Rick is. Uh, it's like a Boy Scouts magazine. Yeah, you didn't have Ranger Rick, Chuck. This is just me. No, I had Captain Kangaroo. This is a magazine. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. No, so no. So I, when I was a child, I got Ranger Rick, which I think it was like a Boy Scouts magazine, yeah. which I had already been kicked out of Boy Scouts. So that's kind of. Creepy that my parents didn't cancel that one. Hmm. So it was just Ranger Rick, WWE or WWF magazine back then. Mm-hmm. And then if you didn't get this one, I don't respect you. SI for kids. No, I didn't get any magazines. Uh, when I, uh, I mean, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine, you know. Oh, and the source. Um, oh, no. You East, shouldn't have been. Those messed you up. East Bay was oh, huge. No. If oh, you, yeah, yeah. East, East Bay. Bay, the shoe yeah. magazine. Yeah, right. So you get all the shoes that I can never afford to buy. No, um, I'd watch. Yeah, it was all about rappers. Mine was, I source. think, the uh, the service merchandise catalog. Awesome. Oh, that was yeah. about it. Yeah. That was my mom and dad. The only thing they ever uh, subscribed to was Reader's Digest and Catholic Digest, which oh. is basically Reader's Digest but far more shame. I had so many magazine subscriptions thanks to Camel Points. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if my dad could get anything, uh, he he would have, but he had no vices. Like I that. mean. My dad had Camel Points playing card sets and duffel bags. Dude. If you th- look at how many cigarette proof of purchases it takes to get stuff like that, it makes Dave and Buster's look like a deal. I mean, it takes <laughs> like $40 billion yeah. to get that, du- that Joe Cool it's, duffel bag. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like 20,000 20, more dollars spent at a uh, M Life casino away from getting like a buffet. Ooh. Mm. It's really like you've, you've been coming for five years. You've almost earned a buffet. And it's hard for me to get like 10 stamps on a Subway you know, card. <laughs> anyway, smoothies is what we were making. So today we made a, uh, just a you know, strawberry banana. Little 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 touch of cinnamon, a little dash of cinnamon oh, in there. Look at that. It was tasty. A little splash of OJ kind of made it. Well, I like it. Look at you. It was really good. Uh, flavors. Little flavor little guy doesn't love the blender when it goes, so he hunkers down in his room. No, I get it. So he throws all the ingredients in. He's like, I'm gonna go. He's like, not yet, not yet. And he goes and hides. And then he's like, Okay, yeah. now. What yeah. about like vacuum cleaners and stuff like that? Uh, vacuum cleaner. It's more of a kind of mouth agape. That's interesting. Right. Uh, but also that would mean he'd have to see a vacuum cleaner, and from being in the baby dungeon, wow, yeah, oh yeah, there's what not about a lot of when mommy cleaner. and daddy are wrestling? Yeah, uh, <laughs> with with the vacuum cleaner, it is sure. it is part whatever of, you're of into. a healthy Call it whatever you want of a healthy couple wrestling. John, um. what was your breakfast? <laughs> well, I, I, at first I was feeling really bad about my breakfast until Chuck just kind of came in and rescued me from myself. Mm, you're welcome. Because I should be doing like a, some kind of smoothie like you, Keith. But I, I have physical therapy today, and I'm so afraid of it. And I get so stressed out about it that it leads me to go get, like, my nostalgic comfort food from my childhood on the way there, which is brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts. Oh, Ooh. nice. I just go t- into the into the gas station, or in this case, it was a Kroger, buy the box, throw away all but one of the packages. I know this is some disgusting white people stuff. It is. But I have to ensure that I don't eat all of these over the course of a day. Mm. Should have just brought them to you guys. I would have crushed them. And I had it. And it did make me feel a little bit better before a physical therapist yeah, savaged my move. body. I, I, uh, currently, my body is uh, rejecting all the sugar. 
uh, the a little bit of energy that I got minutes after eating it has turned into like almost sloth, dep- like depression. Like this is like <laughs> want to take That's a nap. True. Yeah, but that so might be my depression. Lethargy and depression. Right. Wilford Brimley asked, "Could I beat us?" Speaking of depression. After our breakfast, we moved to our... I don't know if that segue doesn't really work. Uh, uh, no, it's fine. After our breakfast... I get pretty sad when I say I'm sorry. We moved to mm-hmm. our breakfast in bed. Apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It is often the first time we talk about the NBA, not, which, is, which is ostensibly the subject of this podcast. I think we do NBA talk here, but I'm not doing. A, I'm going to apologize to anything NBA-related. Okay. I, I kind Go of, ahead, Chuck. I kind of went out on on a I stepped on my soapbox last week about hot sauce, saying you can't uh, you can't refrigerate hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I was wrong. You can some some hot sauces. Uh, it's recommended to extend the flavor to refrigerate them. Um, the ones that I uh, you know frequent Cholula, yeah, you know Louisiana, yeah, Tapatio, uh-huh. Sriracha. They're okay. you know they they say it doesn't matter really, but there are certain ones that. Uh, the, the labeling says so what is what, refrigeration going to make it last longer see but that's i don't know i mean who knows it's all you know we i'm sure we can do a science experiment when my son's in you know middle school i'm have him for a science fair make a hot sauce volcano mm. or uh, just take him to a hibachi grill oh he doesn't like fire while well, keith's kid doesn't like blenders my kid hates fire so like hibachi when they do the like volcano train what the he's, he's like he, he's he like he's it. like is it the, the hound Come on. The mountain? Yeah. The mountain. Is the hound? Which one is the it? Hound. The hound. Yeah, with the Does, hound. Doesn't like burnt. the fire at yeah. your son at the hibachi grill? Yeah. So it, it kind of looks, yeah, he he just isn't a fan of it. I don't blame Not him. Not a Gilbert Arenas man. Yeah. How does he feel about the Billy Joel classic, We Didn't Start the Fire? Uh, JFK, uh, blown away. What else do I have to say? I don't know, but he really loves uh, I Believe I Can Fly by uh, R. Kelly. All right. So, that is straight fire. And then I will, uh, <laughs> I will also soon enough play him the uh, the uh, ignition remix. Oh yeah. What age is ignition remix enough? Well, like? R. Kelly would tell you very young indeed. <laughs> <laughs> My apology goes to the Indiana Pacers. Had a really fun interview uh, last week with Caitlin Cooper. She, she was incredible. She was a great guest. What is up with the Cheerios and no milk thing? Well, that's fine. We need to have her back. That's the thing. That, that's, that's a good a, that, alliterative that, superhero name. That's an on-the-go <laughs> type thing, throwing the cup. I get it, but that's just it. Just seems it just seems like it should be. But illegal. anyway, I was talking about the Pacers and talking about how they've played at a faster pace this year, and that was kind of early in the year. It was brought to my attention. The Pacers are actually the slowest paced team in the NBA since January first. Chris Herring pointed that out to me, uh, not individually. Chris Herring or Chris Herrington? Chris Herring of the ESPN 538. They, I get confused. Yeah, they'll throw you off. But anyway, the Pacers... Those, one of those guys needs a stage name of sorts. Mm-hmm, Nom de plume. Uh, it's easy to keep apart. Okay. It isn't Ben Dowsett and Ben Golliver, which I do get very confused because they look the same in their little Twitter profiles. Ah. I always get John Burr confused with Hannibal Burris. Yeah. Ah, exactly. Because they look so alike. Yep. Anyway, the Pacers did start the season playing at a very fast pace, but has since fallen off. Currently, they're 22nd in pace. But again, I fell trapped to that initial first impression of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, Stuck looks in my brain. Very fast. You paid attention to the first lap of the race. You it know? just shows the how pace car. Huh? I pay attention. The Pacers' pace. I was a little off. <laughs> um. So I got deep in Mark Davis's petard, the toot. Etc. Etc. 
But Mark Davis and his cohorts, since being summarily humiliated by, I guess, the, their own their own <laughs> Twitter accounts, the homies. I had noticed uh, some pretty good officiating in the past week. I mean, they're still not calling traveling at all. Well, but I even saw Mark Davis, uh, like there was a a late replay in a game that was meaningless, and he obviously went over, did not look at the screen, turned around, said, yeah, it's out of bounds. They called, which I was thrilled about. They called uh, traveling four times in like 16 minutes on uh, Dwight Howard. The game oh, they're getting after So him. they're just doing one person. They're picking a player a month to call traveling on. I don't know. I still, I still think it's kind of all over the board, and I don't know. I don't have the data, a data set to back me no, up. No, no, yeah, no. when are we going to get like sports view for refs? Yeah, all anecdotally, the gut. the Grizzlies Timberwolves game, Oof. which uh, went poorly for uh, everyone involved. <laughs> Taj Gibson sashayed. To... He did, but there was so many fouls they didn't call anything. It was just they were crushing each other, and I was like, all right, cool. This is one of those. Late season games where no one really cares. Boy, let's never talk about that irritating. Yeah. All right. Well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, best things, we have some questions submitted by our Patreon supporters. The croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. This is an interesting one because at Monte World Peace first posited who is the most attractive player in the NBA today, but then the ever beloved at Taxi Mista threw in very quickly there afterwards. Oh yes, please answer this. Thirty-five and over? Question mark. Cutest smile? Question mark. Best pure body? Question mark. Best definition? Question mark. Creamiest eyes? Question mark. Cutest European? Question mark. Cutest Australian? Question mark. Best hair? And so on and so forth. He said best calves. Best calves and uh, not Cleveland. No, no, best calves. A C A L V S E S. I'm sorry. I I gotta admit I haven't looked at a lot of calves. Now I can tell you that the aforementioned Dwight Howard has the most frightening shoulders. Oh, he. Ray Allen had some great calves. Did he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just let's answer. To us, admittedly, straight men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I mean, whatever. I'm we're, all, we're all on the spectrum. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. <laughs> so who, uh, the question being, who is the most attractive player in the NBA today? Mm. I know mine. I mean, oh. I think Al Horford appeals to everyone. Uh, all like over the, the spectrum. The androgyny yeah. there. Yeah. I gotcha. That works. I think he's very, very attractive. I got it. I mean, Chan Coon's right there staring at us through his Instagram account. You're, you're speaking my language. I can't remember which... Po- I said this on a podcast. I don't know if it was ours or someone else's. My favorite guy in, in street clothes... Right. I like DeMarcus Cousins. Oh. When you see DeMarcus Cousins just, just <laughs> grinning, smiling... This makes so much sense. Doesn't, <laughs> does it make sense now, Chuck? It does. Nah, nah, the loathing. <laughs> <laughs> you look. At you know, I've talked about how, like, any time I see a woman who <laughs> is better looking than my girlfriend, I reflect. So I'm like, oh, what a piece of crap! I she hate must her. Suck. She's the worst. She looks mm. so privileged. Boo. Yeah, I get that. Uh, <laughs> her teams don't win. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's got a killer bod. Yeah, he's got that Ninja Turtle face that kind of ruins it. Man, uh, you know, if I had to pick pick a guy. You know, and it's not like right now. He's, That's literally the question. Chuck. He, yeah. he's, he's, <laughs> he's young, but I think he's going to age well. I think Kyle Kuzma. 
He's gonna turn into he's what? gonna turn into a hot dude. He looked like Dragon Ball Z. He kind of looks like the backpack kid. He looks like the Dragon Ball Z. He does look like the backpack kid. Mm-hmm. But he looks like the <laughs> Dragon Ball Z character that wears the turban. <laughs> he's terrible looking. No, I think he's gonna age well. He's got like a weird he's got like a weird young face. He's gonna age so well. So you say Kuzma. I say Boogie. John, who, who's uh, Slam Dunk, if I have to pick one. Uh, well, I wanna say I've heard Joel Embiid thrown in this. I don't think he's a good looking. He looks terrifying. I mean, to he's me. fine. He's fine. He's a guy. He's fine. I mean, he's fine a physical looking guy. specimen. He's not for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, more of a Ben I don't Simmons want any of these pick like, one of those guys. Pituitary gland guys. You know, I'm mm. in this for the long haul. I don't want a guy who's cashing out at 45. Yeah. Well, I want somebody that's going to stick with me because he knows he doesn't have anything else. So I'd go with uh, Dario Sharch. Let's go with Cal Drogo, Stephen Adams. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty. That's Let's pretty. Let's go great. with Cal Drogo, Stephen Adams. He and he's also funny. And I'm yeah. finally getting over the, like the Zebo punch thing. Personally, personality wise, I, I feel like that's the guy. He's the dreamiest to me. He's the most attractive. I'm full on stop point. all around. I'm on. I'm on. Yeah. Okay. We can all agree. All Zebo's right. not bad either. Zebo. Anyway, Zebo, very lovable. What's that? What's our next question? At Sam Wilkinson asks, because of the Warriors' injuries this year, will the Rockets be recognized as one of the all-time teams if they eventually win it all, or will fickle NBA fans always suspect that all the injuries in Golden State are the only reason Houston broke through? I mean, we're going to say that the Cavs lost the first year against the Warriors because Kyrie was out? You mean because of Tony Allen's hamstring? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if Sam is onto this, and no disrespect, Sam, no, then Slack certainly the, you know, the talking heads will be all over this. I mean, it's a talking point. I don't think there's any way the Rockets are going to be recognized if they win the title as an all-time great team Unless they do so in a dominant fashion. Yeah. They have They'll to. have to do like a 16-1 type thing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, no. I mean... They're going to be a team that won a championship. Yeah. Yeah. If they win. He also brought up uh, at the end, some fans bring up that Houston's championships were only enabled by Jordan's absence. I remember that because I'm a serious NBA fan, but I think that is slowly drifting away. Um, no, I think that's the common perception. Still. Even though oh, that's Rockets, very unfortunate. Rockets fans point out that they, they dominated the Bulls in their two matchups. But you can't right. you can't draw that much, you know, it's hard to say. Uh I mean, I I guess I would say, yeah, people are gonna pick on this one. Yeah, Houston won those. Which is two. too bad. Houston is incredible. It wasn't right. the Bull it wasn't Jordan being gone, it was the uh mafia having its uh day. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. That's why Houston won those two. At Monte World Peace asks, I found myself repeating things from your podcast in conversations with coworkers and loved ones. I've come to terms with it. If you had to have something from your show become a catchphrase, what would it be? I mean, I, I say hey now, and it would be perfect mm. if it became a catchphrase. That's because that's I, Hank Kingsley. It's been stolen twice. No, it's the Howard Stern doing mm. Hank Kingsley. So it's been ah. it's repurposed multiple times. It's upcycled. That's gonna drive. Do me we? Ha- I don't feel like we have it. No, we don't have a catchphrase. Arrive safely. Like- uh, hey, Brack, fast break, break fasters. Well, that's just from an ad. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's iconic. What I mean, ad. I mean, the, get off the count, Norbert. Mm. Get off the counter, Norbert. Yeah. Uh, that's just like a one thing, but we don't we don't repeat it. Yeah, just Norbert with three exclamation points. Yeah, need <laughs> grease, Dwayne Bacon. <laughs> need be. Yeah, I, I want to make that our catchphrase, but uh, yeah, I- we need one. I, I feel like I've made a, an effort not to have a catchphrase. Yeah. It's what probably, about what about the Tony Allen soundbite? Never apologize for being G and G. That works for me. Works for Bad me. Break, break. Bad break, break. He understands. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel like you we guys have... shouldn't try to do a Tony Allen impression. That I feel like sound the, good. I feel like that's something that our our, our Patreon supporters should tell us yeah. what they consider to be our catchphrase. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
Hit us up. I, I can't. I can't think. Let of yeah. us know if if we have a catchphrase. Let us know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> if we need a catchphrase, let us know to do that. We'll get right on it. I've, I've listened to the episodes, and I I do this thing where where I get excited about it, and I go, "It's insane!" Like ah. that. See, but I didn't even notice that. Thing. And I listen to the. Yeah. I have a very low IQ, so I tend to repeat myself. So I yeah. should have a catchphrase. Mm, me too. I think just um Chuck saying things umami. taste like umami works for me. <laughs> <laughs> If if we could have like visual, if we ever take this video podcast, just me stink eyeing people. Oh, John just shaking his head when a just, pun is used. Just endless stink eyeing, mm-hmm. and 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 oftentimes incidental, accidental stink eyes. <laughs> I'm just experiencing a shooting pain somewhere in my ravaged mm, body, or gas. and taking it out on the world. Or gas. <laughs> so, if you're listening, let us know what you might think that catchphrase could be. Yeah. Or if you want to submit a question, become one of our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast by joining our patreon you get access to exclusive bonus content you can join the slack which isn't for everyone but it's for some people who are on there constantly talking around the clock and obviously it is the best way to support our show so support us get more content at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast one more time patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast Breakfast. I liked the passive aggressive constantly. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. It means the world. The best thing about the Slack is that because it's in so many time zones, if you're bored, you can always just check in and someone's talking about oh, basketball. Usually, or something terrible. <laughs> or yeah. something. That's but Chuck, we keep Chuck's that, in there, something horrendous. We keep that aside. If you want to talk basketball 24-7, there's a person either in Europe or the West Coast of uh, the United States that can help you. I've anyway. sent prizes to five countries now. Yeah. Which, of- boy, I should, have, uh, I should have thought that over before I decided to send prizes there. Holy crap, shipping. So hit us up. Patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. All right, steak and eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw? We got a number. You remember last week we were talking about how much an NBA player should spend on his body? You got, I finally got a number for the million for LeBron James. He five. He spends one point five a year on his body. We're talking about hyperbaric chambers, cryotherapy, Normatec leg boots. He has personal chefs. Are trainers. those like those jumping dunk moon boots that we used to all wear? No, those are the boots mm. in Star Trek Six. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. the purple blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like so, LeBron, the you know, arguably the greatest uh, at his age at this point. You know. Nobody's really been 33 and dominating like he's been doing uh, this year. Certainly not. After 15 seasons, he's had a 15. Talking on whole teams at he, Christ's age. Oh, my goodness. It, Brooklyn no longer is a borough. Oh. It has been uh, turned into New Jersey. It's like the Cloverfield monster. <laughs> it <Yeah>. is. <laughs> Tearing his way through Brooklyn. Um, T.J. Miller's running around screaming. <laughs> but, you know, like, LeBron's had effectively a 15-year peak, you yeah. know? And he's looking incredible. He doesn't look like he's going to slow down. And, you know, it's a scary, scary time. Uh, and that's, you know, my best of the week. We find out some news, some numbers after talking about last week. Both cool. the youngest and oldest NBA player to have 2,000 points, 500 rebounds, and 500 assists in a season, doing it at age 20 and at age 33 Insanity. currently. Uh, I think he's averaging his career high in rebounds and assists. Is that I, right? He's, it's 2008 LeBron. He's 27 points, nine-something uh, rebounds, eight-something assists. He's looking like a monster, and it's effortless now. The game's just so slow. And he's, uh, yeah, he's not making, well, he, had, he was the first player uh, ever to have, uh, what was the 
15 assists and zero turnovers. 35-plus points, 15 assists plus, and zero turnovers. Completely insane. That is not, It's just not natural. And now that insane. Kevin Love's back, they're actually winning some games. Yeah, that's weird. Kevin Love's doing uh, backstrokes on the floor when he doesn't get. You seen that? I have not seen that. I don't know the reference. Yeah. He uh, he was on like he missed a shot and uh, just basically landed on his back and uh, did a fake backstroke on the on the court. What a lovable loser! He's such a loon, but I like him. I do too. Yeah, we'll meet him down in Kokomo. Wrestling fan. He's a good guy. Well, my best thing is the. Revenge tour of Trey Burke. It's not even really a revenge tour. It was a revenge tour. He took apart the Washington Wizards in a very dispiriting loss for the Wizards right. and for the Knicks who are tanking. So Trey Burke has been handed the keys, a cast off. He might be tank commander general right now. Been handed the keys of the car. And so I was going to talk about him dispatching his former team, the Washington Wizards, who always needed a backup point guard and released him. So he beats the Wizards, but not one day later. He puts up 42 points and 12 assists against the Hornets. How in the world? Mm. Well, he also did it while giving up a hellacious game to Kimba Walker. So maybe that answers its own question. They but, did, uh, in fact, lose the game. Yeah, yes, yes, they did. But 42 points, 12 assists for a guy who was just washed out of Utah, washed out of a, the Wizards. He's, he's on like this is like a 10 day contract type guy as far as where he sits in, on the league. It's, it's pretty amazing, and he's been doing this like a month ago. He was not nothing like this, but he's been putting up some numbers every once in a while. It's, he's got to be the weirdest hot and cold player there is right now. He is definitely, I think, the weirdest player who has ever gotten 42 points and 12 assists in a game. <laughs> and what is that song? Whoa, Dinklage, Dinklage Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Game of scones. This is pretty straightforward, guys. I think you're going to do great. There are 27 other players besides Trey Burke who have had at least 42 points and 12 assists in a game. Who are they? I'll go with Michael Jordan. That's correct. He has done it one more time than Trey Burke. I want to say Russell Westbrook. No. What? Oh, this is, no. This is nonsense. Russell me, Westbrook, not on the list. Let me uh, let me uh, throw fire on that MVP argument then. James Harden. James Harden. Yes. Uh-oh. Mm. Stats don't matter until they do. Am I right, Ringer mm-hmm. NBA staff? Huh? <laughs> uh, I'll go with Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Yes. LeBron James. Yes. Um... Allen Iverson? Yes. Yeah. Mad that you took it out of my head. Mm. Uh, Larry Bird? Yes. Isaiah Thomas? That is correct. Um, let's do... Uh, oh, yeah, yes. Of course. Will <laughs> Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain? Yes, one time. Ooh. Um, Same number as Trey Burke. Wow. Hey, now. That's insane. Let's do uh, Kobe Bean Bryant? Correct. The correct way of putting that answer forth was Kobe. Kobe. Let's do Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson, so many times. I would imagine mm. so. So many times. Let's go with uh, hmm. John Stockton. 42 points I for John Stockton. I don't know John if he's ever Stockton scored 42 now. points. Complete right. maniac. Two, two strikes. Two strikes for Chuck. 
Uh, let me. I want to stay unblemished. Let me stay unblemished. Let me stay unblemished. The unsullied. I'm going to go with. Dominique Wilkins. Nope. Ah! Strike for John. Hmm. Let's do. Hmm. Get one so that I make sure we say this one guy that we always say. Um. 42 points and 12 assists. Let's do Scotty Pippen. That is not correct. No, well, uh, three strikes. We, we didn't get to out. say Alex English. Oh, Alex English. Alex? He might even be on the list. Alex Fat. English is not on the list either. Fat lever. We have, uh, probably on it. We have two Mad. players. So John, John wins. Yeah. We have two players who are still active Whoa. in the mm. NBA. Really? One of them is your boy. Dwayne Chuck. Dwayne, Dirk. Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. Wade. Dirk do it? Nope. Vince Carter. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's the total list. Uh, Alvin Adams, Michael Adams, Kenny Anderson, mm. Tiny Archibald did it a ton. Oh, yeah. Gilbert Arenas, Vince Carter. These are the ones we didn't get. Kevin Johnson, mm. Bernard King, Pete Maravich. Bernard Mar- King passed 12 S- times in a game. Stephon Marbury, Tracy McGrady, Steve Nash, mm. Antoine Walker, and then the ones that you guys were not going to get. Antoine Walker. Ramon Sessions. Who I think might fall into the Trey Burke category. I think he's technically active. <laughs> oh, he is active. I think. Oh, yeah. And then a guy named Charles Scott and Guy Rogers. Oh. So that was kind of, you know, you guys did pretty good. Tony Delk? No Tony Delk, unfortunately. Tony Delk, I assume, had no assists in his <laughs> famous 50-point game. So Trey Burke, you have impressed me with your gaudy, gaudy statistics that have not translated to winning. Um. Well, let's talk about another young player um, doing things in the NBA. Against the Nuggets, uh, a Sixers player showed incredible uh, contributions on both sides of the ball, really athletic uh, defensive plays, uh, command of the offense, uh, and maybe, just maybe, he should never, ever, you know, take a jump shot. I am, of course, talking about Ben Simmons. Uh, Let's see, Um, the old switcheroo. But really, Fultz debuted. We have to talk about it. It was fun. He shot 13 times in 14 minutes. Uh, the first one was an air ball, but then he made, you know, that, like, hezzy jumper late. Jimbo. But all I can think about is why hasn't he played? <laughs> I was mainly thinking about how they were cheering him like the walk-on. Yeah. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah, like, like, oh, look at that. Look at that. That 15-foot jumper yeah. bounced around the rim four times, and everybody <laughs> lost it. Like, what is this? this is the, that the equipment manager? The That's dr- just good team matery. Is that the number this, one overall pick? The drama. Yeah, like we forget that this guy was the consensus. Embarrassment of riches in Philly. Um, yeah, but he what <clears throat> what is he gonna turn into? Top, you know, top shelf ceiling. What do we think? I mean, I'm just so confused by the whole situation that I'm scared to say anything. I'm still, again, not watching college. Hearing he was a like consensus number one, yes. seeing him play really well in one summer league game, and mm-hmm. now seeing this. Like I, I'm, it's a total loss. Like, what is he going to be as an NBA player? Right. They were so excited about his first game, and obviously, to me, I'm like that guy. I don't know. I, I don't see. Well, um, so I think if if they allow him to play and he gets to play serious minutes, um, he, the problem is, can he do anything if he doesn't have the ball in his hands? And Ben Simmons obviously needs the ball in his hands, yeah, because he can't shoot either. Which is another thing, it, Ben Simmons can't shoot at all. Why Why keep Markel Fultz on the bench all year? Because he can't shoot. I guess, is this why? But I think because Ben Simmons is awesome, and yeah. Markel Fultz Ma- is not awesome. Markel Fultz is awesome. 
My, watch that. I've heard that. Yeah, watch, watch his fourteen minutes. Yeah, he. It, though, I, I, I mean, the, he gets to the rim. You know, he starts. It's it starts off shaky, but then after that, gets to the rim whenever he wants. Against the gets Denver by, Nuggets. Gets by whomever made, he wants. They made Dylan against Cook's the Denver look Nuggets incredible. without Gary Harris. Right. Um, they uh, made the Grizzlies look incredible. <laughs> I, but but really, I mean, you have to be. This well, is a team where T.J. McConnell who's another guy who can't shoot, is asked to play a huge role and isn't very talented at all. This has to be looked at as T.J. McConnell gets a, a bum rap for being a, a scruffy-looking white guy. He's, he's a go, okay NBA player. He's a fine yeah. NBA player. Yeah, so we can... We, I don't feel like I said anything that wasn't that. But. No, yeah, I think we're all, we're, I think we're all on the same page. It's wait and see. We can't fu- really claim him to be anything in, you know, going forward, but that little uh, blip seems like hope. For, sure, for it's hope. I mean, and he had then, an awesome chase down block. He, he looked, did things that are has, hard to do. I, but I just can't stop wondering, like, why now? Because mm-hmm. he walked into Brett Brown's office and says, Coach, I'm ready. Put me in. Right. Which is literally a best. He's like, all right, great. You're over your little psychological episode. And the like, yips are over? Why Good not? Here. Why not now? Like, this is uh, in time to get him a few games, like a, a series or two worth of uh, run before they make to the uh, the playoffs, and he can get a little... Uh, no, it's it's it is good. You're right, Chuck. A little, it's, a little. It's good that it's comfort. now. It's just to so have bizarre. A few games I mean, to get him going. This will always be a footnote in NBA history. It's well, he he decided this is the weirdest case of the yips ever. But and he decided that well, it might not have been. He might have actually had an injury, and then they, that injury they took their time with. He had an injury, team. and I've, I can't pronounce it. Whatever they called it. Drop shoulder. This is like a weird Australopithecus. It, it was a. It was like I feel like there was an X in there. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, I think it it's good for him, big picture, that he had um, you know went through some of this kind of like you know hard you know living during his first year without actually having to play. It's it's going to give him a little bit of character, and I think it'll give him a little more uh, you know. I energy never thought the, I would hear someone be able to turn what he's been through into a positive. But bravo to Chuck for trying. No, I mean it's adversity. I still don't get it. Like it's I, adversity. I, I'm still not convinced he does anything this year that even helps him. Yeah, it, it was an inspiring, fun one night, like where he came back. No, I think you can get, you know, if if he can give them a little bit of uh, scoring on his own, you're not going to run an offense. There's for him. weird things to read into because Brett Brown says no minutes restriction because he was not injured. That was something that has come up. Really, no. That's not why he was out. Yeah, he probably meant, you know. I mean, uh, he was. He could be doing cardio. Right. I don't know. Well, I mean, you'll see. It's an interesting story. I got to say, the Sixers overall are an interesting story. Their entire, like, the process, you know, it's working. They're really good. They have a chance of getting up to the three seed. Right. They're, they have, like, six of the best three-man lineups in the NBA. I think, I think the top six three-man lineups in the NBA are all Sixers. Mm-hmm. When Joel Embiid plays, he has a 14-point on-off, like, swap. They're, they're plus 12 net rating when he's on the court. When Joel Embiid focuses on defense... He is better than Rudy Gobert oh, he, at defense. He took. He is the best cat. defensive player when he when he because this is a guy who's leaned on for tons of offense. Uh-huh. When he decided, like in the third quarter against the Nuggets, he mm. just went. You know what, Nuggets, you're not scoring anymore. Yeah, you're not scoring. If you come anywhere near the paint, you're not making a shot. Yeah, and as we said, Ben Simmons, you know, can't shoot, but a transformational player. Right, I mean, it's incredibly fun to watch. Yeah. I, like I love watching him play. And this this I guess dovetails into my cream of wheat. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble enjoying the Sixers because of all of their crazy fans taking victory laps. Yeah. <laughs> like, guys, 
Yes, you have two awesome, exciting players. Look, when you've let's take a step. When they've take suffered a step back. that long, yeah, yeah, can't you let them have their? If they can have fun. I'm trying to let them have fun, right? But taking a victory lap for you, you chose to lose for four consecutive years, and now, like, you know, you're in contention for home court advantage in the Eastern Conference. You'd be in a playoff battle if you're in the Western Conference. I... The victory lap is premature. I'm happy we can all enjoy this, but more importantly, John. You're infringing on my enjoyment. <laughs> Just let me watch these guys and be like, this is really cool without being so annoyed with the victory lap. And again, I'm trying to understand they've, they've been through hell. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're, uh, they're Andy Dufresne crawling through the tunnel of sewage to get out of the Shawshank prison. And, How and they finally, dare you, Ben Simmons, Bill Simmons, this podcast. <laughs> they've, they've, they've finally emerged. But I think that... Uh, but I'm having trouble with... Like the process it, worked. Who who could possibly doubt it? It's like guys, you've won a hundred games in five five years. All they had was hope for a very long time. They still have hope, and it's fun. <clears throat> and now that hope is true. No, it's not just hope. It's potential. You know, it's the actual transformation of hope into something that is looking good on the basketball court. And you have and that's fan. awesome. And they're, I mean, they're eighteen and one at home in the calendar year twenty eighteen. You, you also yeah. have to so remember, awesome. like, and they're playing great. They missed two seasons of Embiid, a whole se- season of Simmons. Oh, yeah. And now, uh, essentially, a se- another season of the number one consensus overall draft pick in one of the better draft classes we've seen in recent memory. Yeah. So this is still, like, a bizarre situation. No, it is. It's Nothing incredible. is normal in Philly. It's still. never been normal. Ever since Rocky. I'm yeah. just saying, celebrate it without movie. like trying to rub it in the faces of others. They're not rubbing. They're I'm going to send. I'm going to send Keith a a version of that Creed scene where he's running down the the street with the Meek Mill song and everybody popping wheelies mm-hmm. on the ATVs. Only uh, over uh, Adonis Creed's head, it's Sam Hinkie's head. Uh huh. Just fine. to just to push <laughs> push Keith over. I the love. Edge. Oh man, talking with those guys, the Super Hoopers. Who are I, they? I loved their theory. Uh, that Hinky got out, he, he forced his own exit because he knew it was kind of peak. Mm-hmm. Like he was a probability man, and the probability was he will be remembered the best if he got out right when he got out. Yeah. So uh, yeah, those super, oh, Lord. those super hoopers guys, they dragged my name in the mud. I don't know if you heard that. Super troopers, I love yeah. that film. Yeah, it might as well be the. They did candy they, bars. They, they said you two were the comedy podcast godfathers, and I wasn't. Uh oh, what happened? I, don't I, don't know. Know. I just they, shot him shade on the internet. They were making jokes, Chuck. I don't know. A couple comedians. Hey, first jokes. of all, first Chuck's of all, face. First of it's all, very solemn. I'm, right I'm, now. First of all, uh, I'm the only comedian that gets to barely watch basketball and pretend like he knows what he's talking about. Okay, <laughs> you guys are coming on my turf okay. with that. Okay, <laughs> better watch some ball. And get a, give some stats to people, not just make up puns. That's my life. Is this your worst thing, Chuck? What's your cream of wheat? I guess it's that. All right, fine. I'm over it. No, I'm, 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 I'm not gonna punch. I'm not gonna punch down, guys. You know, <laughs> they're not. They haven't been. You know, whatever. We've been in these games, in these streets for four years, building a reputation, and they're gonna come here and sully my name. My name is my name. We're still talking <laughs> about Super Troopers. You yes. know, the second one comes out on 420 this year. That's a delightful bit of marketing. Is that because of weed? I don't know. <laughs> Candy bars. Did you know that scruffy little like Nudnik? In Super Troopers, who gets arrested at the beginning, yeah. is married to the big bosomed woman from Mad Men. Yeah, what in the world? Do you want another? Do you want another crazy bit of info? The Please. kid, the kid who played Gordon Bombay in the beginning of Mighty Ducks, uh-huh. young Gordon Bombay who missed the triple deke. Yes, he is now basically running the biggest uh, tech startup in the in the world that's supposed to 
organized cryptocurrency into the newest uh, decentralized this market. All goes back to my actors are evil geniuses thread. Mm-hmm. That payoff wasn't as exciting as I hoped. I know. I, thought- I don't know the name of it. Dude, but he's incredible. He like threw his wedding was at um was at Burning Man. Whoa! And his uh, is this from season two. No, this of, is uh, Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley? <laughs> no, this is com- the, effectively this guy is a, a character from Silicon Valley. He's got I, blood bags. I, if you watch watch uh, John Oliver on cryptocurrency, and this guy's incredible. You should you should watch him. He's shout uh, out Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Ah, uh, cryptocurrency. I still don't know what you are. No, you never will. Is that how I buy games on Xbox Live? It's just block, blockchain. <laughs> blockchain. Just keep repeating blockchain whenever somebody brings up cryptocurrency. Is that what you did to me on Twitter that time I made fun of your De- hairline? Decentralized. You blockchained me? Decentralized banking. Oh, my God. Freedom. Oh, you're making me feel old. Yeah. Uh, speaking of making me feel old on Twitter, uh, the uh, Blazer Boar 42069 saga is ready to be told. Ooh. Oh, is this, this is your worst thing, This John? is my worst thing. Oh, no. Bring everyone up to speed on Blazer Boy. So, uh, Blazer's Outsiders had a competition to have a television co-host, guest host, I guess. And in a fit of boredom, I got I turned on my Predator Vision on my <laughs> new computer, <laughs> which I can't tell you how elated I was to uh, find out that my what is that photo booth? My photo booth app. Not only could it take a video. It has predator vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't sound old at all. Uh, and then, yeah, right. Since I because I'm super old, I've pulled in my plants because of an oncoming freeze that was all in there. <laughs> so I decided to uh, do like uh, I don't know a, a, a parody of of uh, what I think Blazer fans should be like. I'm sure they're not like that, but they're they're not all southern. Blazer Boy here. Blazer Boy is definitely <laughs> from Tuscaloosa. Blazer Boy doesn't live in Portland. I know he doesn't. Blazer Boy does not live in Portland. He doesn't need to be. And which, I, is, and which, I is, pl- which is too bad. And I planned, yeah, and, and that's uh, you'll learn that very clearly soon. Mm-hmm. And I plan to unfurl his entire history as we go. But uh, Blazer's Outsiders liked the character and invited uh, Blazer Boy to come to the luxury suite for the Rockets Blazers game. <laughs> so, like a good podcast host, I tried to uh, fabricate my identity so that one of our Portland area listeners could go to the game. There was so much plausible deniability. All he had to do was say that he was Blazer Boy. Because they couldn't tell. So he Shout I mean, out Joe Yoder. So Joe Yoder. Joe well, Yoder? Well, my understanding is, is Yoder goes up to the game. He's like, I, need, I, I got two tickets for, for Joe Yoder. And and the person looks at him and says, "Are you Blazer Boy?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to, to which poor Yoder says, uh, "No, I'm uh, not. I'm not Blazer Boy." Which uh, he must be related to Chuck. Oh, look, I'm just a guy. Only Chuck could do it. But so so Yoder, <laughs> in a fit of honesty, says he's not Blazer Boy. He says the woman who works for whatever it is. The NBC Northwest, yeah. whatever oh, it is, yeah. was was devastated, mm-hmm. crestfallen, and she wanted to let him in, but wanted they wanted to meet the real Blazer Boy. Yeah, apparently, oh, you're, you're Jacqueline a... Humphrey is oh, her yeah. name, a very beautiful, very nice lady. She's incredibly. Gorgeous. I ended up talking to her, <laughs> trying to get Yoder in through my fake Blazer Boy four twenty. Well, also, and also, we get, we, we got to say that I I posted the video on the Fast Break Break Twitter account. They messaged me and was like, hey, who is this guy? Can you get us in contact with Blazer Boy? <laughs> and, and so John sets up his Gmail. I'm like, oh yeah, that's 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 like that's that's Blazer Boy. You can reach him at blazerboy42069 <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh-huh. So I told they, her I ended up I told her I ended up having to work at the pizza joint, so I sent my boy Joe, please let him in. If he can't get in, it's all good though. 
Blaze it. <laughs> blaze it. He wrote blaze it. It's a, this is, it was my, it's my favorite thing that's ever happened to the podcast. I, I like that Joe could not lie to her. I mean, on top of all that, the I, story, all you had to do was say, yes, I am Blazer Boy. The story of the Blazer Boy saga is incredible. Blazer Boy himself. John, this, this, uh, the Blazer Boy was very funny video. I mean, it was some of the I funniest I kind of think you should have kept it up. We should do a Blazer Boy and ha- every week. And have, we can't do a Blazer Boy segment now that we've we already had him. the uh, behind the scenes. No, but who cares? I don't know if Blazer really Boy funny. deserves to live or die. I don't have any Blazers gear that made it difficult. No, but it bi- you built this world oh, about man, how you- bad of a gambler he is, which is just who you are in that general. Just seeps into everything. I think if if you did like two more Blazer Boy videos and then and then you could do a Blazer Boy died in a horrible accident. Mm-hmm. Horrible Blazer pizza- Boy gets clipped by a gang. Oh, or pizza. Horrible pizza accident. pizza oven accident. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> gets thrown in the oven. Yeah, uh, Goodfellas style. What was great about right in the oven? What What was great Locks about himself inside a safe? That ticket giveaway. Uh, we gave try to give it to Joe Yoder and another poor. Portland listener Matt Sullivan. Matt was gonna go, uh, except his wife had a child the day before. He was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll go." Golly. So he like went the in day after his child he, was born. The day his child was born, he was like, "Hey, you want these tickets for tomorrow?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll go." So he goes to his wife, who just had a C-section, who's probably drugged up. Points to hey. Sully. After the child was born, he was like, "Yeah, I'm still gonna go." <laughs> I'm still gonna go. 100%. And I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Man, like, you are amazing." <laughs> You've got then like. 12 hours later, he's like, no, no, dude, I'm not going. Yeah, and then the, the, <laughs> the text fr- thread we had was like, there's no way he's going to that game. His wife had a baby today. Oh, Chuck explained, like, cesareans and, like, the insides coming out. Yeah, it's and, a like, major surgery. I threw up. She was, in, she was in, probably drugged out of her mind if she agreed to it. But, yeah, it was an incredible behind-the-scenes look at Blazer Boy and all that uh, wonderfulness that it entailed. I'm, so- I'm, I'm sorry Blazer Boy will, n- will not make it to local television. Yeah, or, or, or regional TV. I mean, I don't he, know. He, it's amazing. Blazer Boy was chosen as a finalist. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, clearly it was the best video they received. I mean, it was very funny. It's some of the Check out our Twitter shit. account uh, if you need to find that Blazer Boy video. Uh, I'll direct it to you if you need it. All right. Hassan Whiteside cocks it back to Waffle House Presents Scattered, Smothered, Covered, Thoughts. What other things have been going on in the NBA? I'll say the Charlotte Hornets kind of started winning some games. Mm-hmm. They kind of beat my Grizzlies by 61. Oh. That took them from being eight games under 500 with a negative point differential to having a positive point differential for the year. That's insanity. So again, it's another Hornets uh, good, you know, good point, good net rating, bad record for a couple years in a row. Well, I don't know how you judge those. I know um, Ben Falk with cleaning the glass throws out garbage time for his stats. Mm-hmm. When does garbage time start in a 61-point blowout when you're down 12-2? to two, The end fourth up, quarter. And end up losing. I don't think it has to stretch out of the fourth quarter. It, yeah. it, was, it was a 50-point game in the third, I think. Mm. I'm less upset about getting blown out by 60 than uh, by uh, beating the Timberwolves. <laughs> that's, that's more upsetting to me. <laughs> it's so perverted this season. No, the down is up and up is down. The swings I'm having in gambling are insane. Yeah. Because now I've sort of figured out these enormous spreads that I'm getting back up, but I'm like gun shy and terrified. And every spread is like 10 points. Mm. Yeah, it is a weird. And it's just torture. The pickle. Well, pickle I think has been weird. since January 1st, 19 of the teams are over 500 in the NBA, which shows you the bottom 10 are losing all their games to, to be able to sustain that many teams with, with the winning record. Okay, well, let's go ahead and do the Grizzlies epilogue now, then. 
since you're going to be a jerk and bring up that nightmarish experience that is Grizzlies fandom right now. <laughs> so not only do you get to lose by 60 to a team that was not even playing the suspended Dwight Howard. Well, they got that. They got that Willie Hernan Gomez boost. But they turn around and now aren't even on top of the tankathon standings. How do you lose by 60 and lose your tankathon spot in concurrent days? How do you do that? Because you, you, you only lose by 60 once. Like it doesn't carry over to the next game. Why you don't could, start the next the game. The team is never more under. dangerous than they are coming off a 61-point loss. <laughs> Apparently so. Look it up. Uh, the, yeah, the Grizzlies, their only two wins in their last 25 games were against the Nuggets and Timberwolves, who are battling for the eighth seed. God. Nuggets falling apart. It just continues. The Nuggets aren't going to win. I don't want to play uh, any games. Any more good teams or teams with winning records. Yeah. Yeah. Because we will destroy them. Well, the Grizzlies are 2 0 against the Timberwolves this year. They've won like five of six. If we played the Rockets, Wayne Selden scores 45 points. Why isn't Wayne Selden is kind of good? Yes. His last six games, he's like 16 points. Shooting 50% from three last six games. I, I was pointing out that if you told me before the season, hey, Chandler Parsons is going to shoot 40%, 42% from three. Tyreek is going to shoot 40%, and Wayne Selden is going to shoot 39%. I'd have been like, Grizzlies are good. Uh-huh. Grizzlies are good. They'll be a good team. But they're bad. No, they're awful. Very, torture. very bad. I mean, they're also playing these, these terrible lineups. They're still, they are doing that. It's really weird. Like, the Grizzlies, the Timberwolves game, they finally settled into playing, like, a real normal lineup, which is Dylan Brooks and Wayne Selden and Andrew Harrison. Andrew Harrison, by the way, has been good this year. He's raised his shooting percentage 10 10 percentage points. Too bad he just lost his job to Marshawn Brooks, 10-day contract. (laughs) Yeah, that that is pretty funny. But Uh, let's just go through it, man. Grizzlies play the Blazers. They're going to win. I I can't even predict that. Jazz are going to win. Blazers win. Pelicans maybe win. Then we're going to play the Kings. Lose. Pistons. Pistons might be too good. That might be another big Grizz W. And by the way, the, they're uh, going to kill me. The Grizzlies uh, are trying to kill me. That Kings game, if you're in the Nashville area on Friday, April 6th, our final Grizzlies watch party of the year at Double Dogs, uh, Sylvan Heights. That's going to be a bizarre experience because not only do we sort of want to root for Zach and Vince already, but now we literally have to root for them. Yeah. Uh, let's take it away from the Grizzlies. Back to, uh, I want to talk about Lonzo Ball. As much as I've loved the Lakers, they're kind of stumbling around. Uh, Bad Lonzo, second half. Lonzo Ball in his last eight games, he is uh, he's pioneering a new club. Torture porn. Uh, the 27-15-30 club. Oh, God. 27-15-30, uh, which is, again, 27% field goal percentage, 15% from three, three and yeah. 30% from the foul line. Ooh, the 30% wow. from the foul line might be the most concerning. Like a lot of a lot of rookies have had terrible shooting percentages. Uh, the foul line—that's uh, that's so that brutal. guy gets to run around shooting all year, and Markel Fultz has to wait till now. What's going on? I think I realized though. I've mentioned many times how I really, really like Lonzo Ball. Yeah, he's fun. Uh, I think I've determined the greatest player comp for him. Looked up the Basketball Reference player comparison. Is it Ricky Rubio uh, only wearing a jetpack? Lonzo Ball and Nick Calathis. <laughs> Their stats are so similar. All right, per riddle solved. Per hundred possessions, uh, who do you think has more points per hundred possessions? It's Cal- gotta be Calathus Lonzo or Ball. Ball. It's gotta be Ball. It's Calathus. Fifteen point five to fourteen point one. Who has more steals per hundred possessions? Nah, Paul. No, Nick Calathus. Three point four to two point four. Goodness. Who has more assists per hundred possessions? Ball. It is Ball. Ten point one to nine point three. <laughs> Field goal percentage, 
Obviously, Nick Calathis is, yeah. is, is, is higher. As long as they're doing anything besides passing better than Nick? Uh, Three-point rate Probably blocks. is better. Blo- blocks is better. But they're, they're very similar. Uh, v- very comically similar. They're per 36. He just needs to follow some advice. Nah, he doesn't. He's scared. He's uh, there's a three point percentage, of course, very similar. There's somebody uh, floating around the Lakers organization that's putting the fear of God in Lonzo's heart, and it's James Worthy. I don't know if you've listened to the the clip of James telling him what to do with the basketball. Stick it one time. Just stick it. Not. It's kind of great. I'll send it to you. Take it to the hole and stick it one time. Big game wants you to stick it. I want you to take it in there and stick it hard, baby. Yeah, we'll see that in Detroit. I know you can do it. I've seen you do it. Take it in there and stick it hard, man. Stick it. I got you. All right. That's right. Oh dear. That was. (laughs) Now that's that was uncomfortable. (laughs) I think Big Game James is right behind Sam Perkins as my favorite Um, pundit. You couldn't you couldn't see that on the podcast, but uh, Lonzo's face on the video clip is incredible. (laughs) Stick it, (laughs) (laughs) stick (laughs) him, stick him. He looked like Big Baby Davis when those agents burst in at the Hampton Inn, Chuck. Oh man, (laughs) how did we forget to talk about that? That should be our all our. our, This is our collective apology for forgetting to talk about. Glenn, ben, Glenn Big Baby Davis getting busted at a Hampton Inn for having a ton of weed and, and cash and then making a video in a tiny personal jet mm-hmm. while eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. How did Popeyes. we miss that? Oh, like, was it Popeye's? Like a supervillain. Has Popeye's taken over KFC in like the zeitgeist? Uh, no. I don't know. How's that Reba McIntyre commercial oh, with the popular people? Thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. But Popeyes is by far the better. Ch- it's the I, if you got to make three choices, it's Popeyes, churches, and KFC. Popeyes is Beyonce, and the other two of the other girls. In I haven't had churches in so long. I I remember it being not as crispy and having maybe more like sp- not spices, but more like uh, seasoning. To yeah. Uh, the thing with churches, uh, th- I mean, like any fast food restaurant, it all depends on the location. So I've had great churches. I've had great Popeyes. I've had okay. poor Popeyes. I've had poor churches. I like KFC the most. And yeah. here's why. Popeyes is spicy, but it also has that soap aftertaste. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You, you don't- never get that. Well, you don't like cilantro? No, so, I like cilantro. Okay, Don't so make this a cilantro thing. Okay. Keep this is not a genetic fault of mine. <laughs> Chuck just broke the chair. Chuck broke the chair. <laughs> Chuck broke the chair. <laughs> the chair was three years in the making of <laughs> breaking. It finally did the it. The old wooden chair broke. <laughs> Gracious. Uh, well, we didn't talk about to Big Baby Davis last get us week. out of the chicken uh, But we did I like break the a Glenn chair. Davis. Glenn Davis got caught by screaming excellent at a hotel employee who knocked on his door. Dude, that's, Glenn that's Davis old, said a hotel is bad news. That's it's, the old don't run the red light when the dead body's in the trunk. Yeah. Just wait for the right to turn green. I mean, and if you're being if, if you're being, you know, under investigation for, you know, selling a bunch of drugs, just don't like have a suitcase full of money next to you. Uh, or a le- or or a very detailed ledger <laughs> labeled drug <laughs> deals. <laughs> All right. Uh, I hope it doesn't negatively affect his big three contract. I was looking forward to him being in the big three this season, along with Chris the Birdman Anderson. Very, very excited. Yeah. Anyway, a rap sheet. Let's move to the awards segment of the program, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. Let's get it. Given each week to the worst performance in a box score. This week we have a couple of honorable mentions. Carl Anthony Towns, three for 15. Victor Oladipo and Terry Regier, four for 16. We have three nominees as they occurred chronologically during the week. Kimball Walker in a win against the Nets, six for 25. 24 points, five rebounds, six assists, two steals, 
no turnovers, which is nice, one personal foul. James Harden in a win against the Pistons. Four for 20. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, the light's going off for Chuck. Four for 20, 21 points, eight rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks, three turnovers, two personal fouls. Oh, no, it's other stats are too good to vote for the 420. Paul George <laughs> in a win against the Heat. Three for 16, 12 points, five rebounds, four assists, two steals, three turnovers, four personal fouls. The eye shop is difficult this week oh. because you have three all-stars all in wins kind of having okay games outside of the terrible shooting stats. Uh. So Kimball Walker, six for 25. James Harden, four for 20. Paul George, three for 16. Tiebreaker goes to drug reference. Always. James Harden. Goes to the beard. I am uh, legally... Uh, Bound to vote for any compelled. For 20s, I think you're legally line. compelled to stay away uh-huh, from right. that faux twenty. I got it. Yeah, the judge don't like it. But yeah, uh, James Harden. It's a. If I didn't look at your, you know, your shooting numbers, I would say that you had a, a decent, you know, below average game for you. Two blocks, two steals. Come on, I it's mean, uh, Harden. That's amazing. Paul George, uh, you did play the most garbage overall, but uh, you you've done that for a couple a couple games in a row. Him and uh. Mello were 0 for 22 from three in two games. R.I.P. Mello. Oof. He's killing the thunder. He is. Yeah, he's not looking t- uh, at all capable of contributing in the playoffs right now. But I'll probably apologize to that later. So did you guys both vote James Harden for 420? Smoke him if you got him. Blaze yeah, I don't it. Know. I guess I'll go with Paul George. Just to t- It's not unanimous. Blaze it. Kimball Walker, 6 for 25, but no turnovers. That's, that's kind of crazy. That's kind of awesome. These are, this is a very strange eye shop week. But, I, uh, you know, when, that's why we have our rubric. When that's all else we... fails, bong rip. Mm-hmm. Get it. Before we give you guys our par fadeaways for the week, we're going to go ahead and thank our producer-level patron supporters. Let's give it up for Liam Green, Joshua Son of Herb, the Sulkowski Brothers, Chris Howell, Viraf Nariman, Sam Wilkinson, Paul Gromans, Ryan Darling, Damon Rangula, Bry Morningwy, and last but not least, friend of Blazer Boy, Ian Carmel. And it's Zach and Kevin Sulkowski. I know, no the Sulkowski they're, they're individual. two people They're the there. twins from The Shining as far as I'm concerned. Oh, man, John. No respect. They haunt my hallways and my heart. Mm-hmm. All right, well, par fadeaway. What things are we looking forward to? In the coming week. Yeah, there's only one thing I care about. When the Heat play the Caves. The who now? The Caves. The Cleveland Caves. Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, John's wearing his Richard Slow jersey, jersey. How about Richard Slow? You want to you want to split the Sulkowski brothers. Yeah. You need to split Josh Deesh, Richard Slow, because they're both kind of good now. They are two well, good players. Richardson's the best Heat player. The best. Uh, okay. Well, and, you know, and James Justice Winslow might disagree. has been good. Oh, he's better than James Johnson. Yeah, Winslow's been killing. Yeah. He's averaging like 10 and 10 almost with almost two steals, almost two blocks. He gets those rangy numbers I like, those James Johnson numbers. He might have been involved in my first ever fantasy championship as I talked about at the beginning oh, of the show. Oh, my goodness. Just uh, he's fine. Like his, his three-point shots kind of, you know. Oh, he's dropping. Threes. He's hitting his threes. Dropping. This is like kind of what I dreamed of as like his his progression. He didn't. It's not you know, kind of what you dreamed of. It is exactly what I dreamed. I know of. you dreamed of Kelly Olynyk averaging eighteen points, seven assists, seven rebounds over his last four games. He's going nuts. With Whiteside anyway. and Adebayo out, Kelly Olynyk starting center is a reality we all dreamt of. I will as say, white supremacist. My um, part fadeaway is looking towards which Eastern Conference team is going to end up having to play the Sixers or the Cavs. 
Ugh. which is losing big time. The Boston Celtics, <laughs> which you haven't even mentioned this show. Right. Like, no Kyrie Irving in the first round, maybe even later. Like, Who needs him when you got T-Row? T-Row had that one game, but then his other Woo. games were not good. He was in the honorable mentions. Uh, they do have yeah, a better winning percentage when Kyrie Irving does not play. Say what? So there you go. That's weird. I believe they're 10 and 4 now without Kyrie Irving. Mm. Kind of nuts. I'm looking forward to uh, these insane tankathon lineups. Good. Sign up, sign Marshawn Brooks off the street. Start him. Let, play Lance Thomas over your uh, lottery pick point guard. Do it. Get weird. Show me the life of the mind. It is. And that part wraps us up. Little one, the little baby girl, has had enough of this podcast. Can't listen Doris to Burke says, get out. So we will get out of it. Uh, support the program by going to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at fastbreakbreak. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, no apologize for being TNG. Fast break, break, man. You understand? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.